Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically performing preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the of reformation yeah the bar biblical and reformed welcome everybody to the bar it's your boy Dwayne in the building that's right your favorite podcast the bar where we are biblical and reformed so so excited to be here in your in your uh, headphones. You're you're coming through your speakers. Uh, one of your favorite podcasts to listen to on Tuesday and today. Super super excited to have with me a very special guest, uh, Doctor Michael Horden. How are you, Mike? All right, Dwayne. It's a real pleasure to be with you. Yes, sir. And and you did not hear me wrong, folks. We have uh, Mike in the in the building at the bar. Super excited. Uh, Mike, the way we where we do it around here, man, like I said, it's really laid back. So uh, wherever you are right now, you can take your shoes off, lean back, you know, and, and just uh, enjoy this this fine conversation. You down with that, sir? Hey, I haven't put my clothes on yet. So I'm I'm, no, hey. I'm already relaxed. <laughs> You're ahead of the I'm, game. My Good whole deal. Life, my, my whole life is chill. That's what my kids say anyway. Hey, that's what's up, man. You fit right in at the bar then. So uh, uh, start off for the people that might not know you, may have not may not have read the books or watched you on YouTube or listened to the podcast. Give the people a brief uh, introduction of yourself, whatever you want to talk about, whether personal or ministry, or just let the people know who you are. Well, goodness gracious. Uh, I grew up in California my whole life. I can't get out of this state uh, as hard as I try. Uh, I am personally a professor <laughs> at Westminster Seminary, California. Uh, been there for 20 years, and I uh, have a wonderful wife. They're always they're always lovely wives. Um, of course, they're wife, and, of course, lovely wife and, and four kids. Nice, good deal. So, uh, you say you, you how long you been at uh, Westminster? Almost 20 years. Wow. That's a long time, no, man. That's good. They haven't they haven't kicked me out yet, so <laughs> that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Uh well, you know, I first came across 
uh you like with the the white horse in podcast um you know a lot of people know my journey out of uh the charismatic movement and um and i'm actually I, I was trying really hard this week mike to figure out like what put what got me started there um because you know my story is a little unique i had a guy at my job that was a uh presbyterian pastor and when i mentioned to him about you know reformed theology he was like come in my office every day and and we're going to go through the westminster confession on our lunch break and and actually now that i think about it it might have been him that uh suggested so uh i want you to uh first talk about let's talk about the podcast uh you know how long you've been running it and 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 all of that good stuff and and then we'll get into some other things Sure. Well, first of all, Dwayne, thank you for that. Um, I it's it's I can't believe that it's been uh, almost 30 years now that a bunch of us uh, crazy folks, Lutherans, Baptists, Presbyterian, uh, and Reformed Anglican, we all uh, used to get together and uh, uh, talk theology, and we said, you know, this is kind of narcissistic. If we think this is such uh, hot, <laughs> why don't we share it with people? So one guy suggested starting a radio program. Another guy funded it for a couple of years, and it really took off, called the White Horse Inn. We named it after a pub in England where uh, people would gather in the 16th century um, to bring in these clandestine works of Martin Luther. You could be executed if you were found with these, but these scholars at Cambridge, mm. uh, young students, would sit around reading uh Luther and Tyndale and others, and uh, many of them became the martyrs of the of the English Reformation. So anyway, we thought that's what we want to do. We want to just sit around. Uh, you know, it's not like we're talking about the union of all of our churches. It's just a bunch of people from different churches sitting together, talking about what we all love more than anything else, and that is the gospel. Right. Wow. Yeah, and you know that that was one of the things that I noticed that was so, I guess, profound about podcasts. I mean, sermons are awesome. You know, I, I definitely enjoy a great sermon. Um, and, and there's some, something about listening to a conversation, you know, I, I yeah. picture myself in the room with you guys, you know, cause one thing my dad always taught me, if you're in a room and everybody else smarter than you, just be quiet and listen, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I kind of picture myself. That's how I feel over the years. You know, I really have. I felt like um, I'm a I'm a student listening to to these guys, especially people like Rod Rosenblatt. Here's a Lutheran theologian mm -hmm. who who you know uh, knows the the Lutheran tradition. Uh, it was raised in it, and he just knows it backwards and forwards, and he he loves it. And mm -hmm. yet he knows mm -hmm. that the Christian Church is bigger than Lutheranism. And I'm telling you, he. I have learned more from just listening to him and Ken Jones and Kim Riddlebarger and others over the years. Right. Uh, that's been, that's been part of my education. Wow. Yeah. That, and, and like I said, that, that's been mine too, uh, sitting in those. It's funny cause I, I put out a, I always like to do little spoofs or little, uh, uh, teasers before I interview guests online. And, uh, and I, I took a snapshot of you guys podcast and I said, guess who's coming to the bar? And somebody said, uh, man, I, his name just left. You just said his name. What is his name? Uh, not the Rod, Lutheran guy. Rod? What's the other guy's name? Rod. Yeah. Somebody Rod. said, is it Rod? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? And I was like, Nah, but hey, that'll be a good one too, man. 
<laughs> yeah, man. I, I thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very close. Very close. But, you know, hey, we might talk to Rod, too, man. I, I'm, I'm definitely open to bringing him on the bar. But um, another thing that uh, that I that I love about uh, you guys is uh, the balance that it brings. Like, you know, even when, you know, the topic isn't, I guess, you know, uh, sometimes we can say cut and dry. You know, is, is it difficult to maintain that kind of chemistry? Or is that just the way you guys talk? I, you know, I think we just like hanging out with each other and we, mm-hmm. we enjoy even our differences. We, you know, they're 500 year old differences. We know we're not going to change everything overnight. And when we're actually, we're convinced that we're right. Mm-hmm. You know, that, um, <laughs> uh, Rod actually is a Lutheran. He actually thinks that, right. that, uh, the Lutherans are right on some of that crazy stuff. And he would say the same about me on the reform side, but we, you know, uh, Sometimes, yeah, we will get into topics where, uh, yeah, we're it's a little it's a little uneasy. But you know, we trust each other because here's right. you, you know this: if you trust people to get the gospel right, learned over the years to trust them on that, then mm-hmm. you, you trust them on the other stuff that you that you kind of have some different differences of opinion on. Right, right. That's true. That is true. Um, I have a team myself, um, and 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 trust is you know important. You know, once once you get the the gospel right, that's that's actually spot on. Never thought about it like that. I'm gonna inbox them that just like I made it up. So don't say nothing if somebody repeat that. Okay. <laughs> I sure I got it from the too. Uh, so it's just going around. Right, right. Of, of course, of course. So um, I have a really good friend. Uh, Scott Anderson, he he started this company called uh 1689 Beard. And um he actually when I, I told him that I was having you on the show, he actually sent me some questions. So I was like, hey, perfect. I ask him, you know, I do that for my brother. So Scott, this is for you, man. So the first question is, uh he said he would like to hear your thoughts uh and uh and the attention and definition that the American church has for evangelism. I guess uh, one of your books about evangelism, I guess you want to know, like, I guess your thoughts and, and how much attention should we focus on, on evangelism? Oh, goodness. Well, uh, you know, a hundred percent, I'd say, um, mm-hmm. the problem, the problem is, is that we've defined evangelism so narrowly as door to door or, uh, mm. talking to somebody on an airplane, um, you know, evangelism, it, it, regardless, uh, a lot of people ask, for, for example, what should church be like? Should church be there for the growth of people who are already believers? Or should church mm-hmm. services be for uh, seekers? And, you know, mm. my answer is always, uh, well, since when did believers stop needing the gospel? So, you know, we need to, true. we all need to be evangelized. It's not just the the seeker. Uh, we all need to be evangelized every week. So if you're preaching the gospel faithfully from Genesis to Revelation, then the 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 uh, blessed old saint uh, who's been a believer all of her life, she's going to be edified. The the mm-hmm. uh, kid who who uh, is still on drugs and he just walked in off the street, he's going to be evangelized, and everybody in the middle is going to get it too. So 
I think we've got to just be so focused on the gospel. Uh, also, I mean, God has a law, too, so also on his right. commands. But so focused on that basic plot line, that scarlet thread of Christ in him crucified and raised for our justification from Genesis to Revelation, that there really is no line between evangelism and everything else. Yeah, that I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, <clears throat> and that's that's, I guess, the uh, the minister side. So his follow up question was, you know, what does it look like for? You know, moms, dad, blue collar workers, everyday Christians. What what does that look like as far as evangelism go? Well, I'd say the same thing. You know, part of the mm-hmm. problem, I think, it, it one of the reasons why people are afraid to evangelize is because they don't know what they believe or why they believe it. Mm. So they, you know, uh, got to get it out of a book. Uh, you know, the four spiritual laws, or here are the three things, that, the three questions you need to ask somebody. I'm not saying those things can't be helpful, but what's better is take a person who who doesn't know much about, uh, you know, he just became a Christian, let's say, or maybe been a Christian for years but never thought about why, and really uh, help them understand uh, the challenges. You know, have you ever asked yourself, right. why do I believe Jesus rose from the dead? If you haven't asked that, then you're not going to be ready mm-hmm. to answer those questions when a non-Christian confronts you. So uh, the first thing is know what you believe and why you believe it, and churches should spend a lot more time on uh, teaching uh, apologetics as well as doctrine. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're going to have a church full of people who just simply, by being well taken care of at their church— are going to be ready to get on an airplane and tell somebody about Christ as if they were talking about uh, any anything else in life that was important to them. It's going to be natural. Right. It's not going to be some, mm-hmm. you know, uh, scheme like a sales pitch. It's just going to be natural because the Christian faith is just that natural to them, that important to them in their everyday living. Right. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, you know, one of the things this this whole podcast and and even you know the the whole Facebook page that I started uh, started because I had questions that I couldn't answer myself. You know, um, and and I wasn't taught that in you know at the time my local body, and so you know it it, it took me around some loops and some some curves, but I finally got to the place where I knew why when I said God is sovereign, why is sovereign, or I knew why we call jesus king of king lord of lords and and i agree it makes a difference and and it makes you more confident in sharing the gospel so yeah that's that's and legit you, man and, I now appreciate you have that. A, and now you have a podcast see the thing is you you can't the, when you really do know how great the uh the the story is you just you can't just keep it to yourself you really it, it's that's infectious true. So people say Calvinists don't like to evangelize. That just isn't true. It, Calvinists have been <laughs> at the forefront of the missionary movement and evangelism. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of times, I think that I think that it's true that we kind of keep keep it to ourselves, like other Christians do. Why on earth? How can we? Um, when you think right. of, you know, the way Paul talks about it. Uh, when he says, for whom he predestined, he called, those whom he called, he justified, those whom he justified, he glorified. 
watch how we say in response to all this. If God is for us, who can be against us? He he breaks out into song. You can't keep mm-hmm. it in. You can't keep it to yourself. It's just it's just too good uh, not to not to get out. Right, right. Yeah, that's true, and and definitely definitely true about the podcast um, because you know this is one of the streams you know that helped me so i wanted to be that same kind of resource you know um and that's why i like inviting guests on to you know uh introduce people to 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 great guys and great teachers so uh definitely definitely spot on so uh right here we're going to take a quick break for uh one of our network partners hey this is logan from the reform gamers the podcast that's all about video games theology tacos, and anything else that we can really think of. Join us each week as we discuss the latest games that we've been playing and some of the theology that we see in those games as well. And discuss topics such as how much gaming is too much gaming and more. You can find us on iTunes as well as any other podcast catcher that you have. GG and amen. All right, everybody. We're still here at the bar. We have Dr. Michael Horton on the line. Uh, all the way in California. It's still morning for him, and he hasn't got dressed yet, but we, we don't let him slide. <laughs> <laughs> it is Friday. You know, professors, you know, they, they can hang out a little bit, I guess. So, That's funny. <laughs> so uh, I guess. I, no, I just said you have to cut me some slack. It's Friday in, in California. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the dream. I, I definitely would trade places for it with you, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm in Greenville. It's, it's not as sunny on this side of the of the, of the United States. But it's green. Yeah, that is true. That is very true. That was one of the first things that one of my, my buddies flew in from uh, Nevada, and that's the very first thing he says. Like, wow, everything is just so green here. It's like, man, hence yeah, the name, took, y'all. Come on. <laughs> we took our kids. My, my wife is from Greenville. We took our kids really? to uh yeah, we took our kids to South Carolina for a visit and that was the first thing they noticed, all the different shades of green. They said we only thought it came in kind of greenish brown. So. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. So uh, here at the bar we don't hold you guys long and uh and, and it's been a pleasure to have uh Mike on the line and I am going to go into what I call Mike my, my uh, bar signature questions, uh, quote unquote, air quotes. Um, and the very first question is what kind of music do you listen to? If we were to hook your, your, your uh-huh. iPhone or whatever, whatever, you say you don't like technology, you know, your CD player, record player, what will we be hearing? <laughs> oh, wow. I, you know, I like a lot of variety. Uh, I guess everybody says that, but let's see. I like the yellow jacket, uh, and Miles Davis. Uh, I like you um, too. Always like you too. Uh, and uh, nice. let's see, Tom Petty. I'm kind of an old guy, so I, you know, it, it, it shows my age. But uh, uh, I know, you know, young guys don't have probably never heard of the Yellow Jackets. But um, so usually jazz and classic rock, uh, but a lot of classical. Okay. I also also like a lot of classical uh, uh, and and listen to crazy world music when I'm writing. Okay. What's crazy world music? 
Yeah, it's a little relaxing, but not quite as not quite as narcotic as a uh, spa. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, all right. I, I always that you know I think I might add that to my questions when it comes to the writers uh, because I had one guy said he likes to listen to the uh, I guess the sound score for uh, Jason Bourne when he writes. So I don't know <laughs> if he's like in this you know, this mission impossible, you know what I mean? Like, I, I guess, you know, if, if it works, you know, and then I had another guy said he, he liked to listen to, uh, uh, well, just different movie scores anyway, you know, when he writes. So, yeah, I mean, it depends on, I guess if you're listening to Jason Bourne, you'll, you'll maybe start writing some, uh, some, uh, adventure fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah, I'm I'm working on my first blog, Mike, so be praying for me. Um, you know, I I was not the scholar or the the grammar or the English man, but uh I've been blessed to be asked to write a blog for uh um Reformation 21. Um yeah. and and uh and yeah, I I'm just I'm nervous, man. So I I need to find I I might need to get that world music playing in the background, man. <laughs> hey, I will I will not only pray for you for that. I will look forward to uh to reading it regularly and listening to your podcast. Oh, man, I appreciate that, sir. I really do. I really do. So, well, thanks for my next you, Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. So my next uh quote-unquote bar question before we slide out of here uh is what sermons or podcasts do you listen to do you have any or you know you hmm. professors y'all might be busy or you know whatever what do you listen to when you get a chance yeah you know i don't listen to i don't listen to, on uh podcasts i'm just not that generation so my mm-hmm. kids do but um i just uh uh let's see yeah i don't i don't i don't listen to podcasts I don't listen to okay. music on my on my uh, cell phone. I'm still putting <laughs> in those stupid CDs and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I just uh, I I told you I was technologically challenged. I just you did you uh, did ha- haven't caught up. Okay, so what about sermons or anything like that? Is there anybody you check out? You know, when it's not your your local. Yeah, I love. I always I always love uh, to hear Alistair Begg and. And uh, mm-hmm. of course, R.C. Sproul, Bob Godfrey, Robert Godfrey, um, mm-hmm. and uh, 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 there. Let's see. I'm trying to think of uh, think of some others. There, there. I like listening to my pastor sermons when I'm out of town and 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 have missed them. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'll tell you, uh, Tabidi Anyobile. He he is. Mm-hmm one of the best preachers in America love listening to his sermons. Um, and, uh, Mark Dever. Uh, yeah, there are just lots of, lots of good preachers out there. Yeah. We, we actually just had Mark on, um, on the bar. It was, it was pretty awesome. He, 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 uh, he had me sweating, man. He, he was asking me all the questions, so I didn't know how to handle it. (laughs) That sounds like, that sounds like Mark, you know, he can, he can be a bully. Yeah, he can. Good. Be I'm glad it wasn't just me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he can play that role. Oh, okay. I I was wondering, man, because like when he got on the line, he was like, you know, what? So what church you go to? What you doing? What? What? I was like, wait a minute. That's what we talk. That's what we asking you questions. So I'm glad I'm not yeah. the only one. So you, you actually made me feel better. He's great, though. He's he is such a good friend, and he's 
I I respect him so much, all that he's done. Oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. I mean, uh, some of the stuff that he said to me during the podcast, you know, it really pierced me, you know. And I I'll share it with you. Um, we were talking. I have a coworker that uh, is agnostic, and um, and Mark was telling us how he used to be. And so I was just kind of asking, you know, his journey out of it, you know, maybe something I can relate to the coworker. And he flipped it and said, well, I'm praying that you uh, you uh, start ministering to that coworker, that you pulled him to the side. You know what I mean? Like he challenged me right there on the spot. And then and then here's the dagger, man. He was like, you know, Lord, we pray that Dwayne get as passionate about his coworker's soul as he is this podcast. And, bro, I could have walked out of this room and laid down in the road. <laughs> I'm telling so you, is, man, but it, he's definitely, woo. definitely good for a challenge. That's a- absolutely for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's funny because people started inboxing me. Hey, you talked to that coworker yet? I'm like, man, y'all get out of my business, <laughs> man. It's me and Mark, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Mike, I really enjoyed this, man. Um, I appreciate you uh, taking time out of your, your, your schedule to come on the bar and uh and chop it up with me so uh what i like to do in this in this segment as we get ready to close i want to give you uh the floor man to uh to address uh anything you want to address to shout out anything you want to shout out to uh promote whatever you want to promote um and and whatever you want to say to my people just keep in mind that this show probably won't air until august so you know i I try to pre-record so just keep that in mind sure well, first of all, again, thanks for for having me on. I think, um, you know, one of the things that's really exciting is to see Reformation theology grow out of its uh, usual uh, shell and its circles where we just talk to each other and stay in our own uh, li- little circles and to see it broaden generationally, mm-hmm. ethnically, uh, across genders, uh, and, um, you know, uh backgrounds, traditions, denominations. It just, it's really exciting. Uh, and, and I would say, you know, if there are any listeners out there who want to, uh, you know, consider being pastors, uh, you know, we need the best and the brightest these days. Uh, mm-hmm. The ministry is, you're talking about surgeons. You know, this is, this mm. is life or death for eternity. And uh, uh, that's why I love investing my life in teaching uh, teaching students here at Westminster, California. We have a lot of variety in our student body and, and faculty in all those other ways, but when it comes to the gospel, we're all on the same page, and and we're trying to, you know, we're trying to make uh, uh, Rolls-Royce pastors to go out there and preach this gospel, be the best surgeons that they can on people's souls. So I would... Uh, you know, give me if you're giving me a chance to uh, plug something there. I I plug the White Horse mm-hmm. in and also Westminster, California, and really encourage people to to give us a look. All right, yes, sir. Make sure you subscribe to the White Horse Inn and uh, fly out to California for your Bible school. How about that? <laughs> yeah, there you, there, there you go. And, and people people know. I'm sure they they know through you. They can they can just go to whitehorseinn.org. Uh, right, right. For, as far as we'll the definitely the links. Stuff. Okay, yeah, great, and uh, yeah, it's it's uh, a lot of fun. Good deal, sir. Well, again, 
like I said, thank you. Thank you again um, for your time. Uh, guys, make sure you subscribe to the White Horse Inn. We'll have the link in the uh, show notes. Um, and if you're interested in going to Westminster, I'm, I'm going to grab that link as well. Uh, and, and if you feel called to to the ministry definitely consider them to all my west coast listeners i know i got a few out there so make sure you guys uh check that out as well uh we're here every tuesday y'all check us out at uh thebarpodcast.com also on facebook instagram and twitter the bar podcast holla at us we'll see y'all next week god bless What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there